And now back to Rainbow Bright. Hooray, hooray. It's a very special day. Today is somebody's birthday. Three cheers, applause. We love this day because today is somebody's birthday. Brightcast has been broadcasting to you for two years this month. Woohoo! Still going strong. Does it feel like that long, Katie? It really doesn't. It's flown by. <laughs> I'm having so much fun. So thank you for downloading Brightcast, the Rainbow Bright podcast. My name is Renee Stowe of rainbowbright.co.uk. And I'm Katie Carty Hiley of rainbowbright.net. And we are bringing you the second year anniversary episode of Brightcast. This episode, we are going to be covering just some news that we've come across since our last update. Katie, you have a list there. So let's start with the first topic. Sure. First, we have a few things that are more unofficial, but things we wanted to mention, such as Renee made a video and put on YouTube of Chasing Rainbows, uh, the Rainbow Bright episode. There are different scenes depending on which country you're watching it in. So she made an awesome video that shows the differences and uh, uploaded it so we can all see. You want to talk about that a little bit? Sure. We had some fans bring to our attention the inconsistency with the Rainbow Bright episode Chasing Rainbows versus the American versus the international versions. So we did a quick little video. We had mentioned it in a previous episode of Brightcast, Brightcast number four, where we were going over that specific episode. So we did a quick little video basically showcasing not only the differences between the English version, which showed Rainbow Bright being hit by a rock, <laughs> or Rainbow, Rainbow Bot being hit by a rock, versus Murky destroying a remote control, which is what we saw in America. But we also showed the different versions between the French, the Italian, and the British DVDs. So you actually get to see the differences in the picture quality of those videos there also. And the sound was like sped up or slowed down a little bit. Like they weren't in sync either. Even the ones that had the same scene, they would like... They all ended at different times. It was really bizarre. No, actually, the ones for the Italian, the French, and the British, I was actually able to get those to sync up pretty awesome. I was very surprised about that. Uh, <laughs> the language wasn't going to sync, of course, because different dialects. My favorite would actually have to be the Italian uh, murky, because it almost sounds like he was singing at one point. <laughs> But it was a way of also showcasing the uh, different voice actors because we never really hear what the other actors in the other languages sound like versus the Italian, the French, and the American, which was very interesting to hear them. I do, unfortunately, I apologize for not showcasing the other languages because I knew, do know they do exist of the German because I do not have the German, the Spanish because I've misplaced it. <laughs> And some that are just super hard to find, like the ones from, uh, what was it? I found the other day a video. I think it was from Sweden. There's a the Swedish, yeah, VHS. I think I've seen one from Finland as well. Those are super, super hard to, to find. So if you, if you have one, hang on to it. But I would love to hear the Swedish and Finnish versions as well to see what they sound like. And I wonder what other languages there are that we just don't even know about. 
The Swedish videos were actually on YouTube there for a little while. Uh, a YouTube user actually let me get the theme song for the Swedish uh, TV show because it's actually different. Oh my god! I want to hear it! Uh, if you uh, go to rainbowbright.co.uk multimedia and themes, there is a Swedish uh, opening and ending credits. Whoa. Okay, I have to listen to this real quick. <laughs> Oh my god, that's adorable! Hold on, let me hear the ending credits real quick. Dude, I love the music on those. Those are very nice. Now, I, I want to thank the fans out there who do take the time out to let us know about these other theme songs or any, any information that you might have that help us solve mysteries. One fan actually did try to help us find the theme song singer of the American uh, theme. Unfortunately, I contacted the singer and they said it wasn't her. Maybe one day we will find out who's saying it. <laughs> but again, we want to thank all the fans who do take the time to listen to Brightcast and help us to solve these mysteries because we are only two people. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and your help is always greatly appreciated. Yeah, if any of you can prove us wrong, please do. <laughs> we would love to hear any others that are available out there. Which also brings me to something else I was going to mention. We had the French theme song for a while now. We've had the lyrics to it, but I never bothered to translate it. I don't know why. It just never crossed my mind to try to find out what it said. And then the other day I did for whatever. I don't even remember what brought it to my attention, but I was like, you know what? I wonder what that says. So I used Google Translate and did my best to figure out what it said. And a French Canadian fan had just right around the same time, contacted me about something different. And I contacted her back with my version or you know, the original lyrics and then my version of the translation and just asked if, if I was close, if there was anything that could be improved because uh, she was from the French speaking part of Canada. And she tweaked it a little bit. So I actually have now the English translation of the French theme song because it's a really long theme song. I think it's the longest one um, of all the languages. So I put it up on my blog. Uh, if you go to blog.rainbowbright.net, you'll see that post and it's got the entire English translation. And it's super cute. Like some of the phrases just, I don't know, they're just poetic, but they don't rhyme necessarily because obviously they were from another language, but they're just really adorable. Like one of the lines that they repeat a couple of times says, rainbow bright, yellows, reds, and greens, like a cut in the blue of the universe. 
It's just like, oh, that's so poetic. A cut in the blue of the universe. I love it. And the line about Rainbow Bright, your heart is glitter, your eyes sparkle, and you live like that. <laughs> adorable. Adorable. So definitely check that out. The French Rainbow Bright theme song was the only one to get an LP. Yes, you can get the Rainbow Bright theme in French on a record. And it has a karaoke version Mm -hmm. where you can get just the music. Or it has the one with the lyrics, which are sang by, oh, I'm going to butcher this pronunciation of her name, Claude. Yeah, Claude Lombard, maybe? I'm no good with French. German's the only one (laughs) that I'm decent with pronunciation. Well, uh, Claude, which I guess is a version of like Claudia. Uh, Claude Lombard, she was a children's singer in French, in France, and she actually has several albums out, but this was a a 45 that was released uh, in the 80s, which featured the Rainbow Bright theme with her singing it. I wonder if a lot of this probably had to do with Jean Chalopin, who was a French uh, gentleman who helped with the development of the Rainbow Bright character. Yes. Well, he was like the producer of Deke, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's possible that that's one reason it was more popular in France and they had their own really extensive theme song, which is super cool. I also wanted to mention the person who wrote the lyrics for that is Elaine Garcia. Uh, the melody was the same one from Haim Saban and Shuki Levy, just a longer version. And then, yeah, completely different lyrics, which are super cool. And I remembered why I looked into this once I looked at the blog post again. It was because I was adding the French DVDs to the collectibles portion of my website. And, okay, I've known about these DVDs for years, but I had a fundamental issue with them and didn't want to add them to my site because I thought they were bootlegs. And they probably are to some extent, but they're very well done bootlegs if they are. But... All of the pictures on the fronts and backs of the boxes were ripped off of my website. Just ripped them off completely. Just took them and put them on their DVD boxes. <laughs> and that made me mad. Some of it was not even official art. It was fan art that I had a friend of mine make for me back when we didn't have any good pictures of Moonglow to put on my website. And I think Stormy, um, she drew up some that look very similar to the characters from the show, but they are definitely different if you look at them. And they used those on their boxes <laughs> and obviously gave her or me no credit. So, yeah, it just made me angry. So I was like, I'm not even going to add you. I'm not even going to buy you. And finally, I did break down and buy them because I had all the other languages. I was like, Ugh, I can't just not have them if I have all the rest. And then I finally took the time to add them to my site. So, <laughs> Yeah, for me, it was uh, I've been waiting for the prices on these to go down because originally the French DVDs, because they were split up. The French ones were so expensive. And luckily, we uh, came across the fact that they had put them in a box set, and the box set was so cheap. Because mm-hmm. uh, I was I was getting the Italian ones at the time, and I found the French ones, too. I remember I messaged you. I was like, these are super cheap now! <laughs> yeah, I think that's when I got them, too. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but there is also that inconsistency that you found with one of the boxes. Uh, uh, on- online image versus something in the box set didn't match. Yeah, I'm trying to remember which one that was now. And you can call us crazy if you want to for collecting things and languages that we do not speak. But (laughs) for me, it was 
a, a history lesson. Again, there's the the whole aspect with the missing scene from from uh, Chasing Rainbows, uh, the different theme songs, and even the different video quality. I am very much a stickler for, or you can call me a purist, in, in, in the fact that I like the original of something. And so I like to see if it is the same across the board. And, you know, there are probably fans out there who might appreciate my quirkiness <laughs> who can actually say, you know, they can send me a message and go, hi, is this quality better? I guess it depends on what you like. <laughs> because the Italian version, the colors are deeper. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're a darker color um, versus the French, which is very light. Yeah. Uh, but the, the sound quality on the French discs, I don't particularly care for because uh, I don't know if it, they, if it was just the copy is, is just very shrill, which could just be the transfer or if it was really supposed to be that way. Mm-hmm. But if it's really supposed to be that way, I apologize to the French populace who never got a proper representation of who Rainbow Bright was supposed to sound like. <laughs> Yeah, the Mexican DVDs, I think, are, are good quality, sound and picture-wise. But it definitely varies from country to country. And yeah, it's the Italian set that's mich- missing an episode. I think the Australian set... There is one in the Australian one that's missing one, too. <laughs> yeah. So, it might say full collection, but it's not necessarily. <laughs> so, be aware... That some of them are not complete. But it's, it's at least cool to have. And yeah, to get different theme songs, hear the different language voice actors, um, and compare the picture quality and so forth. That is fun to do. So after I posted the blog post about the French theme song, a German fan named Andreas Yoshi contacted me about the German theme song because I don't have the lyrics to it either. It was not put on an LP with the lyrics provided like the French one. So we've heard it, but if you don't speak German, you don't know what they're saying and you can't even really type out the words because, again, you don't know the words, so you can't type them out. So I never knew what the German translation was either into English, and he translated it for me and sent it over. So I don't have the original German words. Uh, Maybe I can get that from him or another fan later on. But we at least have... Uh, the English translation, and it's much shorter than the French one. Uh, So I figured I'd just read it real quick. It basically says, Sky spinning your colorful ribbon, delicate and light against dark waves, carry us to a distant land full of wonder, Rainbow. Watch the realm of pure colors, see Rainbow on her horse, colorful kids, little sprites, beautiful and cheerful the world will be. Darkness disappears fast, is absorbed by the light. In front of the clouds you are shining bright. Dream out of colors, rainbow. Come and see in the sky the rainbow. Forget the darkness. All the clouds are flown away. Bright shines rainbow's skirt. Now, the only part of that that is weird to me is bright shines her skirt. <laughs> like, all the rest of it is, again, very poetic. And I love the the other country's theme song lyrics. They're much more in-depth than the ones we got in, in America. Um but all the rest of it actually makes, makes sense. You know, it's the translation works and is really poetic and beautiful. But then Bright shines her skirt? That makes no sense. Like, if it was talking about her belt, maybe I could see that making some sense. But, yeah, I don't know. 
things that make you go, hmm. We'll just say Bright Shine's Rainbow's Belt. <laughs> anyway, to to sum up, translations are cool. <laughs> and then the other news we had that's not official stuff, there is a Mental Floss video. Now, Mental Floss is, there's a website for it. They also have a YouTube channel. They do a lot of just... They're trying to impart knowledge on you type of video. So some of it's about science, some is trivia. It's all manner of topics, um, but they're really well done. Nerd fighters, if you know John Green, you know what we're talking about. Yeah, or if you know Hank Green from SciShow and the other thing, he's done a lot of stuff on his own. It's their brothers, John and Hank Green, um, and they both do a lot of stuff on YouTube. So. If you don't know who they are, check them out. They're hilarious. Uh, but yeah, John Green did a mental floss video that was 80 facts about the 80s. And one of those facts was about my museum, <laughs> which was hilarious. Because my husband's a big Hank Green fan. Or sorry, Hank and John Green fan. Um, so we were watching the video just because he knows I love the 80s. And we were curious what they talked about. So there was 80 facts. So the 32nd fact <laughs> was... There's a Rainbow Bright Museum in North Carolina made up of 1,500 items of memorabilia from one woman's Rainbow Bright collection. And he's talking about me. And I thought that was hilarious. (laughs) He actually has a picture uh, to go along with it, but it's a cosplayer in Rainbow Bright cosplay, which is not me at all. Um, I know who she is, and she's fantastic. But I I was looking later, like, where they got their pictures, and they are very, you know, conscious about copyright and so forth. So there's a couple of websites where they get non-copyrighted photos. And I found her picture on one of those sites. So I know exactly why they used it. And it made total sense. But yeah, the picture's not me. But the fact is about me. And yeah, so we're watching this having no clue that he mentions Rainbow Bright at all, much less me. And just like our jaws hit the floor and we kind of freaked out. And we're like, wait, 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 pause pause, rewind. <laughs> Did he just say what I think he said? And we watched it again and we're like, oh my god! That's hilarious! So, whoever did the research for that for that episode or that video, whatever, thank you for the shout-out. <laughs> that was really cool. And then the other non-official news was I was watching Friends because they put it on Netflix recently. Like, all of it. So, my husband and I have been binge-watching episodes of Friends. And at the end of Season three, episode four is supposed to be this home video of Ross when he was a little kid dressed up as a woman having a tea party with his animals or whatever. But in the background, there is a Glee Sprite doll. And so I took a screen cap of it and, and put it up on the Facebook page so you can look for it there if you want. But I just I love anytime we come across um, Rainbow Bright in pop culture. We always have our eyes out for such things. So we have another one to add to our list now. Yeah, that I really get into that, especially when I go to any of the sitcoms or movies or television shows from the 80s. A good place for that is um, Branded in the 80s. I'm not sure if you're familiar with that website. They do kids' rooms from movies, and they'll go take a screenshot of uh, a child's room and a TV show or a movie, and then they'll go over the different toys oh cool are in that movie are they the ones that did the princess bride yes they did the princess bride that was good. Uh, but they did 
adventures in babysitting and there's a sprite hanging in uh, the little girl's room in adventures in babysitting. Nice. Yeah, we found several, I think, in the 80s, but there were very few in the 90s. There was this, and you had found, I think, in a movie. Yes, it was uh, Digging to China with Kevin Bacon and Evan Rachel Wood. Uh, it was supposed to have been based in the 1960s, and a kid had a puppy bright. <laughs> that actress must have just been a fan, and they told them to bring a toy, and that's what she brought or something, because yeah. that was just too awesome. <laughs> well, it, it, it's like um, in the first Harry Potter movie, it always bothered me that he's dressed in Blue's Clues pajamas, because the year he was born, or would be one year old, Blue's Clues was not even out yet. <laughs> So, yeah, it's funny when you watch a movie or a TV show that's supposed to be in a specific time period and there's an element in there that's totally out of place. <laughs> that also happened recently with a TV show that came out last summer, which was supposed to have been based in 1983. It was Halt and Catch Fire. So if any of you guys are computer nerds and you like those kinds of shows, watch Halt and Catch Fire. The scene was supposed to take place in 1983, and this guy asked this girl, says, what's up, Rainbow Bright? And I'm sitting here going, okay. <laughs> the character was branded in 83, but didn't come out until 84, and your topic is completely wrong. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> nice try, guy, but no. <laughs> uh, that happens a lot. <laughs> yeah, it does. I almost feel really sad that I'm at that generation where in my generation, when they did movies about the seventies, which was my parents' generation and they would get facts wrong. I now have the brunt of that. Yes. <laughs> I know how it feels when they have something from something you've lived. I imagine myself in that scene from Captain America where he wakes up in the hospital at the end of the movie and he goes, this is this game of, of baseball. I know because I was there. <laughs> you guys got your facts wrong. Nice. <laughs> that is awesome. And I'm still trying to find the episode of Who's the Boss where Mona has the Rainbow Bright mug. It's driving me insane. So like, they haven't released all of the episodes on DVD, as far as I can tell, and a bunch of them are on YouTube, but I went through and watched, like, practically every single one that's on YouTube, and it's in none of them. I'm so frustrated. I went through uh, Full House because I had heard, you know, years ago that there was the Rainbow Bright Bowl, but I could never find it because every picture I ever saw of it was just too grainy. I mean, it was, you either saw it in the dish drainer, which <laughs> I was thinking, oh, is that it? But the problem was is that there were similar style bowls that weren't character. Mm. Kind of. They had like dinosaurs or something generic on them that looked the same. So I was like, is that really it? And I could never get a clear shot. And then you found that one from I don't remember what episode it was where it actually says, yep, that's a rainbow bright bowl. Yep. <laughs> that was awesome. So yeah. Because well, you saw it in like the, I think the opening credits at one of the seasons too, because they're all sitting down to like breakfast. I don't remember where I found that now. I almost think I found that on another website. Where did I find that? Hmm. But there is a lot of 80s culture that we definitely, because there was the, the other one that you blogged about that came from, what was it, Magnum P.I.? No, Miami Vice. Yeah, yeah, Miami Vice. There's more back there. There are shows that only lasted one season. That I'm pretty sure there's probably some reference in there somewhere. Probably so. <laughs> 
this like that little amendum at the bottom of the Rainbow Bright wiki page is it needs to go somewhere because there is no way to keep track of every little pop culture tidbit down there. Yeah. Ugh. There was a reference to Rainbow Bright in an episode of House. There wasn't mm-hmm. a picture or anything, but they, they mentioned her name. Um, yeah, so it, it still happens, even in recent stuff. There was a girl in Rainbow Bright cosplay on an episode of Bones not that long ago. And then, yeah, that episode of Girls, which is an HBO show, she had Rainbow Bright bedsheets. So it's still happening. I think that's so cool. Every time it pops up, I'm just like, ah, Rainbow Bright! Awesome! <laughs> That just proves that she is still conscious in the minds of the people that dress these sets and make these shows. Absolutely. One thing that I do like is that there's an actress on Orange is the New Black, uh, Taryn Manning. She is a singer and a huge Rainbow Bright fan. Really? Yep. She's dressed as Rainbow Bright for Halloween. She posted on her Instagram that when she was a kid, uh, Cheer Bear and Rainbow Bright were her girls. <laughs> what? That's amazing. Yeah. You gotta send me links so, to so that. So thank you, Taryn Manning, for being such a Rainbow Bright fan, because she was in the band Boomcat that did the video in the early 2000s where they featured Rainbow. Oh, okay. I remember that. Okay, now it's coming together. Awesome. I love the celebrity fans because you have uh, Terry Manning for one, Orange is the New Black, Rainbow Bright fan. You have the lead singer of Evanescence, Amy Lee. She's a big Rainbow Bright fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are out there, y'all. So <laughs> <laughs> Share the love. Share the rainbow. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Well, over the last, let's see, this is March. So over the last two, three months, uh, Phelan has done several things online. They still have not told us if they're going to be doing any more episodes. They've been silent on that topic, but they do still update their uh, social media. So we're at least keeping up with that. They announced the winners of the Rainbow Swag Contest, which were Lisa, Kat, and Justin. So congratulations, you guys. Um, Ooh, yay! So now, yeah, there's a few more people out there with some new Rainbow promo swag in their collections. One thing about the Feeling Rainbow Bright that I really, really love is how it's accepting it's become. It's a wonderful program, and the fact that it is being accepted by the fans so readily in comparison to the old Rainbow that they tried to do in the early or the late uh, 2000s. I haven't seen nearly the backlash. I mean, granted, you have their people that do like to comment, and that's completely their right to do. But there's actually a, a huge group of people that are accepting this. And I'm, that makes me happy. Yeah. Because it brings attention to the original brand. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know how many entries there were ultimately to the contest, but it was a good number. I was really impressed. One of my favorites was happens to have been Michael's because that one was awesome. Yes. Where he replicated the cereal. Oh, my God. That was adorable. <laughs> So yeah, you should totally go to Phelan's page and look at the winners, or look at the entries, um, not just the winners, because there's some really, really good ones in there, yeah. And they've also been trying to do contests, like, not really contests, but quizzes. You remember quizzes, don't you? Where you answer little questions and you find out, like, what fruit you are. (laughs) (laughs) In this case, you do a little quiz and you find out what Rainbow Bright character you most are like. Yes. Which I think we both got Rainbow Bright. Yep. Yeah. 
And then we tried to break it. <laughs> I really didn't think I was going to be rainbow. I wanted to see if maybe I could get like shy or something. And so we tried every combination possible. <laughs> I just wanted to get all of the blurbs and the pictures. Because the little, like with every character, there was a little description. Like, you are Lala Orange. You are, I don't know. They told their personality type. Exactly, which we haven't gotten a lot of so far uh, with the color kids. Even in the show, they weren't they weren't the main characters. They, they were there, but it was more about Brian and Stormy and Rainbow Bright. Um, so it's cool to get more information on the new color kids to see if they're the same as they used to be, different, etc. So I went through multiple times trying to get all the different blurbs and pictures. And I got most of them, but I was never able to get Shy Violet. Uh, you finally gave me the Lala Orange blurb. Uh, somebody else posted the Starlight one. And you said you got Murky and Lurky at one point, which I didn't even know they were in there. So I that's did. hilarious. <laughs> I did get Murky and Lurky at one point, but I forgot to write down the blurb. So I'm about to try that again and get those for you. Yeah. So if you guys did the quiz and got Shy Violet, Murky or Lurky, is there anybody else? Or any odd character. Like, I don't know if Mr. Glitters was in there. I don't think so, but maybe. So if you got any other characters, Ooh. I would love to. Yeah, or the Dark Princess. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, but if you got the Dark Princess, there's something wrong with you. <laughs> you know what's really sad? I actually do fear that considering the original Dark Princess, her storyline was of a collector who was trying to collect all the diamonds. Mm-hmm. I would fear that we would get the dark <laughs> because we're the collectors. <laughs> yeah, if it was more questions about your personality and not just pictures to click on, it probably would have given us dark princess. <laughs> that's hysterical. Well, that's from the original series. I don't know if the new princess is much of a collector. Yeah. That is funny. Uh... So yeah, that was a, yep. a fun little quiz. And then they uploaded Valentine's. Around Valentine's Day, there were printable ones that you could print out and give to people. And then there was an e-card Valentine, which is a video that you could personalize and send to people. And then you knew this already, but I just found out there were other e-cards that are not Valentine related. <laughs> yep, there's little ones that you can see, like congratulations or, or whatever uh, the topic. And it's a little scene from the new show. Um, but one thing I like about the Valentine cards is I actually turned one of those into like the banner for my Facebook. Nice. It was cute. Those were super cute. So yeah, if you go to, hold on, I had the link up earlier. Yeah. Hallmarkecards.com. At the very top, there's a search. You just click that and type in Rainbow Bright. You'll get all, or seven of them. So yeah, you can take a look at those. They're really, really cute. And we will make sure to include links for everything that we discuss in the descriptions of the podcast so that you can click on those when you are ready. Yes. In show notes. Yay. And then they put up a new video streaming on Feelin. What was it, Renee? Rainbow Bright and the Star Stealer. Yay! That was so awesome. <laughs> they, <laughs> they put up Rainbow Bright and the Star Stealer and the trailer for Rainbow Bright and the Star Stealer. Yeah, I was really, really happy when they made that announcement because it also shows that they are listening because a lot of people, when they are complaining or even if not complaining, but just commenting on stuff on the Feel and Rainbow Bright page, a lot of them are saying, but where's the classic Rainbow Bright? We want her brought back as well. 
because like the videos are not uh, the episodes i mean are not available on netflix or anything like this um so this shows me that they're listening and they are trying to make the fans happy that they included star sealer they still don't have the original episodes up and i don't know if they ever will but the fact that they at least put star sealer up is huge because it's not on netflix anymore and i think you have to yeah you have to pay to rent it through itunes and amazon and, and such so with this it's just included in your feeling subscription now, we still do not know whether or not Feeling is going to be expanding out to other countries. At this point, it is America only. Except in January, they did a free weekend where you could watch the first episode of the new miniseries on Feeling's website without having to sign in or subscribe or anything. And during that weekend, you could view it in any country. So it's frustrating to me that obviously the capability is there, but for some reason they are holding back in doing that long-term. but It's the licensing in the other countries. They don't have the license to do it in the other countries, yeah. Yeah, I guess that's it. Even though they they are the license holders. They're Hallmark. They have the license. <laughs> there are some videos on YouTube that you can't view in other countries. That was the problem with even Amazon. You can't stream... You know, when we have, we might have Star Stealer here on YouTube in the United States and on iTunes in the United States, but in... Britain, they still can't get them. Yeah. <sighs> super annoying. But hopefully they'll do the same thing with episodes two and three. Do a free weekend again so everybody can see them. And another yes. thing that bothered me. Well, it made me happy and then it bothered me. When they released it for that weekend, it was in HD. Now, up until that point, it'll play in HD on your Roku, um, your phone, other mobile devices, streaming devices, things like this. But through your web browser, it's not. It's just standard def. And I had emailed them about this several times, and they keep saying they're looking into it, and then nothing comes of it. Um, but during this weekend, it was in HD. So, again, they're capable of playing it in HD through your browser, but they just choose not to because now it's not again. Like, it was in standard def, and then for that weekend, and maybe a few days after, it was in high def, and I was all excited, even though episodes two and three were still standard def. And then I looked again the other day, and now they're all back to being standard def. There's no high def in the browsers. So hopefully they'll fix that eventually, because there's no reason for them not to be in HD on the browser if they're HD everywhere else. There's also, um, if you want to check these out on YouTube, Gregory Sesma, who was the storyboard artist on the new miniseries, he did a couple of speed drawing videos on YouTube, which are really cool, where he draws Rainbow Bright and Stormy in one, and then the other one, it's Rainbow Bright, like, painting a picture. Um, and I think they're about 10 minutes long or so, which, in reality, it took him, like, an hour or two to do this, so it's just sped up. But it's really, really cool just to watch the process of, you know, a, a professional animator do this. Um, I don't know exactly what software he's using, but it's really, really cool to get an inside look on how some of that's done. So definitely take a look at those. He does other characters too, not just Rainbow. Um, he recently did one, I think, of... Uh... Yeah, he did Sonic the Hedgehog, I think, and Adventure Time, maybe. That's what I wanted to say. I was like, is it Adventure Time? Yeah, I think so. He does lots of different characters and does the speed drawings on them, which they're fun to watch. Yeah, they really are. So follow him on Twitter and subscribe to him on YouTube because he's fun. Yes. Thanks, Gregory. Yay. And also, Feelin' 
the miniseries was nominated for a Golden Reel Award, the new Rainbow Bright series. So congratulations for the nomination. I have no idea if that award ceremony has come and gone, whether they won it or not. They haven't posted any updates about that since then, but that's great that they were even nominated for an award. That's excellent. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're definitely doing something right. We're still talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> and we want more of it. I know they know that, but we're going to say it again. We want more. <laughs> and we want merchandise with the new Rainbow Bright. Although, we do have some exciting news regarding merchandise. That apparently we are getting some later this year of classic style Rainbow Bright. Which is super cool, because that's something people have been asking for as well. You know, we've been asking for merchandise for the new Rainbow Bright, but people have constantly been asking for more merchandise of classic style. So we're at least getting that, which is something. (laughs) There was a recent post that uh, Katie posted about on RainbowBright.net's Facebook page regarding a Huffington Post article about Rainbow Bright and Rainbow Weddings. Uh, which is two things that she knows a lot about. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. The article went on to discuss the fact that the author of said article had heard that there were going to be coming out with some new Rainbow Bright items as of August and went on to discuss in further detail of how to have a wonderful, sprite-tastic, colorful Rainbow Bright wedding. Yeah, the author of the article is Evie Rosenbloom, and I'll just read the little excerpt because it was pretty short about the Rainbow Bright dolls. Uh, It says, I am so excited to hear today that in late August 2015, Hallmark Gold Crown Stores will feature a new collection of classic Rainbow Bright products, including a doll, plush, and book, as well as Rainbow Bright character Itty Bitties, joining the popular line of four-inch tall plush toys. I want the Rainbow Bright Itty Bitty. Oh, my God. <laughs> when I saw the Itty Bitties at the store, I was like, oh, they would be so cute as a rainbow one. And now we're going to get one. Finally. Finally. So this was like out of left field, though, because we have not heard anything from Hallmark proper or Phelan or anybody. So this was just like, wait, what? Where did you hear that? And since then, an anonymous source has sent me a photo out of the Hallmark store catalog. So this is a catalog that the stores get. It's not something that they give out to the public or customers. It's just what's coming up in the next few months. So there's a two-page spread that shows a Rainbow Bright plush doll that looks exactly like the 18-inch doll from the 80s, which I'm super excited about. Uh, It shows a Starlight plush, which looks a little odd, but whatever. It's cute. There's a Twink plush that's Oh my god, adorable. Like, he's brand new. Um, brand new design and everything. And he's really detailed and really cute. And then there's the itty bitties. Which so far is just so showing Rainbow Bright herself and three sprites. And then there's a picture that looks like the ornament from last year. But surely they wouldn't release the same ornament two years in a row. Because those things are dated. That wouldn't make sense. Yeah, but... The date was hidden under the foot, which is why I think it would have awesome resale value. Or maybe it's not an ornament, but they're re-releasing it as a collectible figure. That's what I'm hoping. Like a bigger one. That would be awesome. Yeah. So we don't know a ton about this yet, but that's the information we have so far. And we're totally going to be following up on it 
as soon as possible. I already went to my Hallmark store locally, but they had not gotten their catalog yet. Sad face. And then speaking of the uh, Rainbow Bright Christmas ornament, in a previous episode where we interviewed Bettina Bush, the original voice actress, uh, we actually sent her some Rainbow Bright Christmas ornaments for her Christmas tree, which she did receive well before Christmas. And uh, she sent us a picture, so it's it's really great. Rainbow Bright now has Rainbow Bright ornaments, which is awesome. Yay! That makes me really, really happy. (laughs) So, yeah, we'll keep you guys updated on what we hear on the new merchandise. But I'm really, really excited that we're getting some. Mm Mm-hmm. Yay for new stuff. Wait a minute. Not yay for new stuff. Oh, my aching wallet. (laughs) There's that. Yeah, when I went to my Hallmark store after I saw this article, um... They had not gotten the uh, the catalog yet, but they said they'd let me look at it when it comes in. But she said, you know, I'll definitely come back and let us know how much you, how many of these you want or which ones you want so that we can make sure we order enough. And I was like, oh, I want at least two of each. So just go ahead and put that order in. <laughs> but yeah, I, you can't read, like this picture I have is very low res. I can't read the text. It might show prices. I don't know, but I have no idea what these things are going to cost, but you're right. Come August, our wallets are going to be hurting. <laughs> uh, well, I have, um, I actually have some old product catalogs or dealer catalogs from the 1980s. And a lot of the stuff did not really include price. It included case, you know, how many do you want? How many pieces? Uh-huh. And then it had a code. Okay. And then, of course, they have suggested retail price, which is how much, you know, you pay versus how much, you know, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sure that would be included in that. Yeah. So, fans, if you want these things, call up your local Hallmark store and tell them so they'll make sure to order some for you. And I imagine they'll be available online, too, at some point. Yes, because uh, in April, so which is only, you know, a little clo- it's getting closer than you think. Uh these is the hallmark uh, wish book that they give out they give out every year for the holidays it's when you start getting ready for those other collectibles and ornaments so hopefully there'll be something there and that is available online yes hopefully all of this will be pictured there so we can get some high-res shots to show you guys of these dolls they're gonna be so cute i'm gonna have to get like 50 of those twinks my favorite oh my god he's so cute <laughs> well we hope you've enjoyed this episode of brightcast and if there was a topic somewhere in here and you were able to find it yay <laughs> us random never <laughs> no until our next episode everybody uh make sure to check us out on facebook youtube and twitter check out our website thebrightcast.com Drop us a line, send us a message. Uh, Share the rainbow with your friends. And until our next episode, everybody, have have a rainbow day. day!
be back. Don't go away.